and welcome to another edition of the Adrian Ross Show on the BMG Network. That is the BMGnetwork.com, or maybe you're watching on the BMG Network's YouTube channel or listening on a major podcast platform. Thank you for tuning in. And I have an interesting topic today that we're going to dive right into. I'm going to talk about a term that some of you no doubt are familiar with and others may be hearing even for the first time. But I think it's a good time to discuss this particular term and to get into the nitty gritty about it. It's called divine discontent. Have you heard that before? Divine discontent. Now, that may sound like an oxymoron, you know, divine having to do with God, divine meaning godly, providential, right? And then you pair that with a word like discontent, which has to do with the opposite of being content, which, you know, elicits the idea of of sort of being unhappy, even though that may not be the best way to describe it. So, so now I'm talking about putting those two things together and it sounds like an oxymoron that you can't have divine, godly, God is good, right? You can't have divine discontent, discontent. No, you can't have that. Actually, you can. And the key though, and what I want to talk about today is what that looks like, what that feels like, and what do you do with it? How do you identify it, you know? And then what do you do with it? So I have been through many seasons in my life where I felt this divine discontent. There have been many seasons in my life where I felt divine, (laughs) not divine as in me being God, but the, the presence of God, in, in such a strong way. And then there've been many times in my life where I felt totally a, a total sense of discontent. Um, but now we're talking about those things meshed, those things put together. And let me give you this as an example. Now I'm not a mother, I've never had a child, but many people who are watching or listening have. And so this will probably, uh, res- you know, it'll resonate with you. When a woman is pregnant, and she's close to delivery, very often she gets really uncomfortable. You know, she gets, she's, she's ready. She's ready to deliver. It's like, I, I, this couldn't happen soon enough for me. Let's, let's go. She's uncomfortable. She's antsy. You know, she may say, I want my body back. I want it back. You know, so she goes through that whole thing and it's, it's a form of discontent. It's it may be painful, and even if it's not painful, it's just it's just time. Let's do this. I'm frustrated. I don't want to. I don't want to go another day. Let's push this baby out. And you hear that when she gets close, and she gets close to that nine months or whatever, she starts to feel that way. Okay, and the men who are watching. You've never experienced it, but you you know if you're a father, you've been around women who have gone through it and you know what divine discontent content can do to people. You recognize the signs of that thing. And it's not, sometimes it's not pretty, you know? Okay. So like I said, I've never had a child, but I, I can, I can understand what, you know, I can, I can follow, I can track, right? What, what they're saying. So 
that to me is a good illustration of what divine discontent is because there's something on the inside of you where you know that you're on the verge of something you're on the verge of your promise I'm not talking about just anything. I'm talking about divine. You you know that there's that God is working. You know that you're on the precipice of something and you want to, you're ready to, you feel like, oh my goodness, let's just get this thing birthed. Let's get it out there. And yet it's not there quite yet. And you experience that, those those pains, I guess, or pangs, and you experience a bit of that frustration that, that that expected mother feels because there's a promise on the inside of you and you're ready to see it come to fruition. See, that pregnant woman has a promise within her. That, that belly that has that baby there, that's a promise of what is to come in its proper time, of course. It's a promise. And when she feels that kick or when she sees that bump, she knows, yeah, she's reminded of the promise of the divine, if you will. And so it is when we've got this, this dream that's from God, this, uh, <clears throat> this, this baby on the inside of us that's from God, we feel that. We feel the kick. We feel the nudge. And with everything in us, we want to see that thing come out into the open, right? And I understand what that what that's like. It's divine discontent. Now, it's discontent nonetheless, because discontent is discontent. But it's a discontent because of the good that's coming, because of the joy that's to come. And I'm speaking to people right now, I know, who understand that. Maybe you've never thought of it in terms of that before. And maybe you've never heard that term before. Maybe you have, but you're right there right now. You And it's not just because it's a new year. That may have something to do with it because I do believe that new years may bring new things. And I've, I've done podcast episodes on that, you know, and you can go back and, and, and look at that, what I said about open doors and what I said about 2022. But it, sometimes it has absolutely nothing to do with the new year. It's just the season of your life that you're in, that God has placed you in. And we have to be able to recognize divine discontent from just discontent. There are some places that we're in and we're just unhappy. And that's something that we have to deal with. But then there's another level of this not being unhappy, but it's, it's, this, it's this nudge. It's this poking. It's this prodding. It's this, it's this pushing. It's this pushing. It's this pushing to that thing that God has called us to. And so some of you may be able to think right now, yeah, I can relate to that. And I'm on the verge. I don't know what it is, but I'm on the verge. Oh, I do know what it is. And I'm on the verge, but I'm, I'm not there yet. And I've got to ride this thing out. And I want to encourage you today, even as I encourage myself, because I'm right there right now. And you get that antsy feeling. I don't even know what I'm looking for necessarily. But I know that there's something and it's time. It's a new season for me in my life. As, as, a, um, as a man of God said to me just a week ago, he said, you have new marching orders. And then he whispered to me, he said, you're going to have such a good time. You know, and I know that I know that I know that he's right. And I've been declaring that there is a new season. There is, there, there's a newness 
I do have new marching orders and I do expect to have a good time, but I don't know. I don't have all the answers of what that looks like, but I know it's there. And I'm like, I want to get to it. I want to get to it. I want to get there, you know, and yet I've got to be able to carry that baby to fruition and hang in there. So some of you can, re can relate to that. Um, so let, let me, let me, let me ask you this. How, I mean, let me throw this out. How do you know if it's divine disconsent? And you know, I can't answer that. Whatever it is that's nudging you, I, I don't have the answer to that. But I have some words of wisdom to help you come up with the answer to that. Are you just discontent? Or is divine discontent? How do you, how do you know? Number one, here's my advice. My advice is to pray. We're, we need to know what God is doing. My pastor just preached the message that said that was the topic was open our eyes. Lord, I need eyes to see as you see. What is it you're doing? And I've been praying that. God, what is it you're doing? I know you're doing something. I know what I believe you're doing in the earth in this hour i know what i believe you're doing in my life i know where this is i i know i i think i know where this is headed you know but i need my eyes open god so that i can see as you see because that's what i want to see not just what adrian conjures up because i've got quite an imagination but god what is it that you have in the works so prayer is number one you know god is this divine discontent is there, is there, is there something? And then what is it? So you're praying about that. Then you've got to listen because sometimes we're so busy speaking that we don't take time to listen. And when I say listen, we're listening. We're listening internally for what God's saying, but we're also listening to other people we can trust. What are they saying? What are they seeing? Do we have ears to truly hear what's going on? You know, so is this divine discontent? Well, I've got to pray. I've got to listen. I've got to be open to what God speaks, you know, and I've got to be mindful. I've got to be watchful. Again, the open eyes, what's going on around me? Are there signposts along the way that also confirm that, you know what, this thing that you're feeling, this thing that you feel like you're carrying, like this mother who has a baby, this isn't just you. There's more here. What are the signposts along the way? Because the signposts are often there. And then we also have to have a level of patience. You know, I don't, I never pray for patience. I'll be honest with you, because to me, praying for patience is inviting trouble, right? But in honest, honestly speaking, we have to be patient. Just like the woman who has that baby, she has to be patient. But the thing with divine discontent is that when you start to feel that kick and you start to feel that antsiness and that frustration, when it starts to reach that level, it's usually when you're, when you're close, and you don't, you don't want to self-sabotage. So you've got to see the process through. You've got to see the process through. And you've got to continue to pray and continue to believe God and continue to know that he has your best interest at heart. And don't throw the, the towel in and just, just seek God. Listen, feel in the, you know, in the spirit and be patient and don't try to force anything to happen. The woman can't force herself. I guess we, she, I guess she can ask for induced labor, but I hear that I hear that when labor has to be induced, it's it's that much more painful. So just, you know, see God, because I can't answer whether you're going through a season of divine discontent or discontent. That's between you and, and the divine. That's between you and God, right? 
that's between you guys. So, so what about for those of you, you know, like I, I know that I'm on the verge of something. These new marching orders on the verge. God's giving me um, dreams. And when I say dreams, they're things that I desire and, and I believe God for that's going to not just, it's not just about Adrian, but it's about the kingdom. It's about the nation. It's about beyond the nation. Like I said, it's about the kingdom, right? There's some huge things that I believe that God has, has spoken in my life. And it's not just because I'm anybody, because in and of myself, what is there? There's nothing about Adrian at all, except whatever God has placed upon me, whatever anointing he's given me, whatever calling he's given me. And I know he has, you know? And so I believe, I know that I'm in a season of divine discontent. And so what do you do in the meantime? What do you do as you're dealing with that? What do you do? You do the same thing you do when you don't know. Number one, you pray. You continue to pray. You stay close to God. So I've got to stay close to God. Why? Because number two, I've got to be ready. Here's the thing about God that I find so amazing. God does these suddenlies. We talk about and suddenly and suddenly God moves in and suddenly, you know, he moves in that. It may take God 20 years. It's like, I, I say things like, I was like, you know, God's never late. We hear that God's never late. And I'm like, and he's hardly ever early either, right? He's right on time. And the thing about God is that you can be, it can be like 20 years in the wait. Doesn't have to be, so don't get scared, right? But it can be like 20 years in the wait. And then suddenly, in an instant, you're there. In an instant, it was like, oh my goodness, it was like a flash. It was 20 years, but then when it was time, it was time. Boom, go. Right? So you've got to stay ready. You're prayerful. You're listening like, like those who don't even know. For those of you who do know, you're still praying. You're still listening. And you're staying ready. Because when God opens that door and that suddenly comes, you want to be able to walk right through that door. You want to be able to walk. You want to be able to, 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 to hold that baby in, in your arms. So for those of us who know this is a season, I'm antsy, I'm, I'm feeling anxious, I'm ready to roll with it. It almost hurts. The weight is excruciating, but I'm staying ready, God. I'm staying on my toes. I'm watchful. I'm expecting because I know that in an instant, things change. Why? Because if it's truly divine discontent, you know it's going to bring forth. You know it's going to yield. It's going, it's going to be from divine discontent to divine content, to, the, to more of the joy of the Lord. But you have to maintain that joy even in the journey. And that's the other thing. Enjoy the journey. Heard somebody talk about that recently. You know, from, uh, he talked about, uh, oh goodness, I, from the promise to the palace. That's what it was. The metaphoric palace. And what we do is we look so forward to that, that fulfillment, the palace that we miss the joy in the lessons in the journey. And so as you stay ready, as you say, stay expectant, as you're listening, as you're praying, as you're like, oh, can we do this already? Don't forget that every step along the way, if it's God in it, it's beautiful. He's molding, he's shaping, he's growing, he's speaking throughout the process. Don't abort the benefits of the process. It's so hard to hear, especially when you've waited, 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 and now you're on that verge when you're just like, oh, that divine discontent. You still have to, you still have to do 
the other steps. And part of that is the, not missing the joy that is in the journey. I do that like this. Because ah! I'm telling you, I'm there. I can relate. And you may be wondering why. Why does God operate through divine discontent? And that's a really good question. But there's a really good answer. You know, one time a pastor spoke over my life and he said to me, he said that God was going to dislocate me to relocate me. He said he's going to dislocate me to relocate me. And what he was saying basically was that God was going to make me uncomfortable so that he could then position me where he needed me to be, where he needed me to go. And if I had never become uncomfortable, dislocated, I probably never would have been willing to take that step to be relocated. And God knows us and we can be such creatures of habit that unless pressure, discontent, if you will, is applied, we won't move. We won't take a step. We won't do something different. We won't go out on the limb. So God knows what it takes. And that comes in the form of, I'm going to dislocate you to relocate you. And so God will do that. And there was another time when a preacher spoke over my life. He says, when God speaks, move quickly. Because I was at that, I was feeling that, feeling that discontent at that time. He says, okay. And when God speaks, you move quickly. Okay, because you've been going through, you've been going through this dislocated feeling, this divine discontent. And when it comes, like I said, when that suddenly comes, then you step out. But for some of you who are wondering why, why do I have to go through this, this antsiness, this angst, this, uh, this frustration, this let's rock and roll. Let's, you know what, because if that didn't come, if that didn't come, if that didn't come, then we wouldn't go. We wouldn't go. We wouldn't go. We wouldn't do. So God knows how to put his finger on things so that when he's ready, we're ready too. Cause we've been through the discontent and we're ready for the new season now. We've, we've been there. We've done that. We've experienced it. We, we're ready. We're ready to rock and roll. So he does it because he sees what we don't see and he wants to get us where he wants us to be. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So in spite of how uncomfortable it is, it's good to go through. Same thing with the woman who's pregnant, right? No matter how uncomfortable it is to carry that baby to fruition, the baby is better developed because the baby has gone through that process. Whereas we, our bodies were dislocated, but it was to relocate us to another level. So, so thank God for the process as uncomfortable as it is, you know? Yeah. So this is just a, a, a little episode with a big message. Okay. And that is this, we need to know whether we're going through a season of divine discontent or, or, or we're allowing ourselves to be discontent because of other stuff. Cause some of that goes on. So we've got to check our spirits, check our hearts and be in tune with God. And you've got to do that work yourself, you know? And so maybe you don't know. And there are times when we just don't know. I don't have the answers to so many questions that I have, but I do believe that I am. And I do believe that many of you are in a season of divine discontent. Maybe you're in that ninth month and therefore it's uncomfortable, but you know, there's more. 
and you know you're the you're on the verge of more maybe in a particular area you might even be able to pinpoint that area but you can't force it you just have to work with god now we don't want to be in this season any longer than we have to okay because we can do that too and we can we can allow ourselves to get off track and we can allow ourselves to just camp out there and we can not pray and see the answers because we've got a lot to do with this whole thing our prayer our faithfulness our expectancy you know and not being deceived by the enemy who would love to delay us you know but for us to stay in line with God and hear from God and be led by God and know that breakthrough is coming that God he who has begun a good work he is faithful to complete it. And I'm speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking to other people today. This just dropped on me today to share this because of what I'm dealing with and I'm going through. You know, I believe there's a call. I believe there's a mission. I, I, I believe there are dreams that God has placed within me and there's a call. And it's not about Adrian. It's about his kingdom. But what he does is he works in us to will and to do his good pleasure. And so what he wills for me is what I want to will also. Again, not to lift myself up, but to be no less and to do no less and to have no less of an impact than he has ordained for my life. And I feel like I'm in that ninth month and I am ready to birth this thing. And so I'm going to stay expectant and I'm going to stay hopeful. And even though I'm a bit antsy, I'm trusting God in this season of divine discontent. And I encourage you, if you're in this season as well, let's see this thing through because great things are on the horizon and it is absolutely necessary that we possess and give birth to the promises of God that he has placed upon our lives. So I encourage you in that today. You know what? <laughs> Last week, we talked about why Sarah Palin. We talked about politics a little bit before that, I'm sure. We talked about vaccines and mandates and stuff. And today we're talking about divine discontent. You see why I say from A to Z, Adrian is on it. We are not going to be in a box. We are going to be wherever we feel to be. And I do pr I pray about the things to bring your way. And uh, and so today you get divine discontent from, from politics, from medicine, to to faith to it's 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 all out there and it's all good it's all good and i've asked people i said you know what do you do you do you like someone to just have a niche and just you know and i've heard people say you know i like different topics why because we're multifaceted people and some people have their niche and they do their thing and that's wonderful you know and uh, but here you just never know what's gonna happen so today it was divine discontent god is good isn't he he's good so thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Adrian Ross Show. Hey, do me a favor. Would you please share with someone else? Tell them about the Adrian Ross Show. Uh, tell them that they can check it out on the BMG Network at thebmgnetwork.com. And they can check out other amazing podcasts that are informative and insightful and engaging and even entertaining. Yes. You know, tell them about that. And then also, would you please go to a major podcast platform and even on Facebook at the BMG Network? Or on, um, like I said, a major podcast platform to the Adrian Ross Show and leave a rating and leave a review. That would be so helpful when I have them. I'd love to read them at the beginning of episodes and I'd love to read some more. So you think it's not a big thing. It's a huge thing. So please do that. Five star rating if you feel that way. 
and also write a review. I thank you so much for tuning in to the Adrian Ross Show. God bless you abundantly. I'll catch you next time. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.